Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. back with you folks. Good morning. Here we are. We're starting the book of Proverbs, Stephanie Wesco. Are you excited about that? I am. I am. After, after the Lord really, as you were saying yesterday, you know, when you, when you've gone through the Psalms, this, you know, this verse by verse of a process, um, it, it adds a lot more meaning to the book of Psalms and it's exciting. So I'm, I'm excited to see the same thing happen with the book of Proverbs. 31 chapters, uh, 31 chapters of the book of Proverbs, one for every day. And we're in the month of October. You could go back, I guess, and just read all 31 this month. I always tell everybody to um, read an entire book about 10 or 12 times in a row. And Proverbs is one of those books you can do. And so read the entire book of Proverbs about 10 or 12 times in a row, and it'll just come alive to you. Uh, I just went through the book of Proverbs in my Bible reading, and, you know, I, uh, and, probably a month ago. And I'll tell you, it, it's such a wonderful book and, and to go through. It gives us instructions. You know, the, um, with the Greek philosopher Zeno, uh, Z-E-N-O, not to be confused with the Scientology guy or the other guy, but he made the comment when speaking of the book of Proverbs, he actually spoke of the book of Proverbs and he said, you know, God gave us two ears and one mouth. So we need to listen more and children need to listen. Talking about children was, you know, he said, you know, and I'm a child of God, talking about how we need to listen more than we speak. And Proverbs is one of those books. It's called the Book of Wisdom. And, you know, honestly, the whole theme of this book, Stephanie, can be found in one seven. It says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Oh, wait a minute. I'm in the wrong. Don't you hate that when I do that? Uh, here we go. Yeah, I did it right. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. And uh, so, so God tells us it's the beginning of wisdom is knowledge, and there's no better place to get knowledge than God. So we're going to plug in um, over the next couple months here on the book of Proverbs, and I, I think we're going to find a lot of knowledge from God. And I think, boy, do we need it today. You know, our hearts are hurting. Our world is upside down. This, this whole coronavirus thing, Stephanie, it's unbelievable. I don't know a family. Yeah. I do not know a family that hasn't been touched by the coronavirus in one way or another. I just don't know anybody. And yeah. uh, I, I know it's hard. I know some of you are in the hospital. And please understand, we're praying for you. We love you. Uh, we pray that God would heal you quickly, wrap his arms around you. But you got to love in God. And we're going to learn a lot from this love in God as we dig in. And we, we also mentioned, Stephanie, that as we went through the book of Proverbs, we were going to spend uh, probably on the first couple of Proverbs, we were going to talk about what Stephanie does to chronicle and what she writes down. I, I think chronicling is important. I do a lot of chronicling in my Bible, but truthfully, I have a book here on the side, and I'm getting ready to get going as Stephanie talks about what she would chronicle out of the first 10 verses of the book of Proverbs. So make sure you're part of that. So, Stephanie, happy Tuesday morning to you. What's going on with you? Well, Doug, I am <clears throat> sitting here enjoying the sun shining. It's been, it hasn't been shining much here the last week since I got back from Louisiana. So um, it literally has rained 
yeah, it's rained all week, every single day. So I'm enjoying um, a little bit of sun peeking through the cloud and clouds, and I think it's supposed to rain again, but doing well for the most part. Praying caffeine will kick in and the day will get even better. So. Well, there you go. There you go. That's a pretty awesome thing. So so this week, Emmy had a little bit of a reaction to something. Her poor little face swelled up a little bit, but she's all better. So now are all the kids off sick call now? Everybody's feeling decent? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, everybody's, um, everybody as far as the sickness side of things is definitely back, back on track and normal. And praise the Lord, the last antibiotic seemed to whack Daniel's strep that kept coming back. So oh, we're praying okay. that will stay the case. Oh. So we're at a surgery. So, um, yeah, oh. doing well on all those fronts. Hallelujah. Well, that's good news. And so as we go in the book of Proverbs, folks, and as we jump in, as we look at things, uh, we can't forget our mandate to help you guys not be knuckleheads. And so we have a segment called the knuckleheaded moment where we mentioned something that would make you a knucklehead to make sure that you would never do that. And we would never do that. And today you never know what's coming from Stephanie with this, but uh, Stephanie, you might be a knucklehead. If Doug, you might be a knucklehead. If you are on a motorcycle behind a car, following the speed limit down a country road and in a double lined, no, you know, no go around zone you take off at like 60 miles an hour around mm. that car and speed on ahead at yeah. 30 miles an hour zone. You are a knuckle. You know, you that'll know. scare people. So you look up the term knucklehead and there's a picture out. of those motorcycle people who freak you out. You know, and those of us who are hypervigilant, those of us who are, you know, a little bit on the worried side, a little bit edgy, a little bit wound up, you know, it bugs us even a little bit more. I'm sorry you had to go through that. And, uh, you know, there's never a cop around when somebody does something stupid no, like that. you are exactly right. I was so wishing I would have seen a, co a cop car following him around me. It would have made me very happy. I'm thinking about putting one of those video cameras in my car that videos everything while I'm driving down the road so I can have license plates and proof for cops and things of that nature. Some people, people are just getting wicked. And so now, Stephanie, yeah. you decided to go with a food of the day. Uh, we've been stepping back a little bit and going back with the food of the day and food that's right with God. And what's your food that's right with God today? Wow. Well, my food that's right with God. See, I'm I'm doing a mommy date with the five younger kids because the older three are going away for the weekend. So we're going to American Table tonight. Praise God. And I just want to say that I think there are some grilled veggies, yeah. Lord willing, in my future and and American Tables. Oh, grilled vegetables. Very, I mean, very, very, they put it on the griddle, a very light uh, extra virgin olive oil and fresh vegetables. Still got a little bit of a snap to them. You know, double the order. You deserve it. You know, Emmy's going to have spaghetti. And, uh, yeah. and, but, uh, and you, you know, Hudson's going to have ribs. Oh. Yeah, yeah. There'll, there'll be a steak oh, or two. Right. They yeah. Probably will. He's a rib guy there at American Kitchen. Wow. American Table. Wow, that's good news. Well, American Table is food that's right with God, and definitely, folks, grill up some vegetables. So here we go. We're in the book of Proverbs. There's a lot to be said about the book of Proverbs. And right away, we talked about the theme over there in 1-7, this whole concept, this whole idea, and what's it's all, what it's all about. And we're going to go ahead and look at that. Let's go ahead and look at those first 10 verses, Stephanie, and 
the book of Proverbs chapter 1, and it says, Proverbs of Solomon, the Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel, to know wisdom and instruction, to perceive the words of understanding, to receive the instruction of wisdom, justice, and judgment, and equity, to give subtility to the simple, to the young man knowledge and discretion. A wise man will hear and will increase learning, and a man understanding shall attain unto wise counsels. To understand a proverb, the interpretation, the words of the wise in their dark sayings. In verse 7, what this book is all about. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. My son, hear the instruction of thy father. Forsake not the law of thy mother, for they shall be an ornament of grace unto the head and chains about thy neck. My son, if sinners entice thee, consent them not. So, Stephanie, we, we talked that we were going to look at this like in an analytical way, but also how you would chronicle from those first 10 verses. So take a minute here and, and talk how you would pick out what to chronicle here and why. Well, normally, I mean, I don't, when I chronicle, it's, it's just saying, you know, reading through my Bible in devotions or, um, you know, if you're reading through a devotional kind of book. Um, that's obviously full of scripture and, and God uses a verse or two verses or three verses or an entire passage. Um, and he impresses it on you. He uses it in your heart um, as you're reading and challenges you. I just write it down. I put the date at the top and then just write the verses down that God used that day. And um, you could always elaborate um, and write down the whys or the hows. Um but, you know, I think it's, it, it just gives you something to look back on when you're having a dry spell or if there's a day that just feels like, you know, and, and sometimes it's by faith. You know, sometimes you'll get done and be like, wow, I didn't really feel like I got anything out of that. Why? And um, sometimes the Lord, you know, say, Lord, take me to the passage that you have for me today. Um, you know, God is not. God is not put on a Bible reading chart list. God is not confined to that. And um, I think it's very, very much okay to say, okay, God, what, what was on my chart to read today felt really dry. And not because of God, but, you know, show me, show me, Lord, from your word. You show me. I don't want a list to show me. You show me what you have for me today. You might end up writing out three psalms that day. Yeah. And let God speak to you through his word. Let God lead you. Let his Holy Spirit work in your heart and lead you to what you are to read for that day. Um, because he will give it to you. Asking ye shall receive. Seeking ye shall find. Knocking the door shall be opened. And, um, you know, God makes that promise. If you draw an eye to him, he will draw near to you. And so, you know, when I come to this psalm, or this Proverbs, boy, it's going to take a little while. I know, I know. Yeah. It, it, it hit me earlier. Yeah. <laughs> um, but when you look at the Proverbs, there is so much crammed into such little verses. Um, it's honestly overwhelming sometimes when you read through Proverbs because it's like each verse is filled with, you know, there's some verses that may, you may feel like don't apply to you, but it doesn't mean they're not filled with incredible amounts of wisdom. Um, but I love 
I love that we're given a promise. You know, as I re- as I come to this book and I read the introduction, I don't think when Solomon wrote to know wisdom and instruction, he meant to know it in terms of a definition. Yeah. I think he means know it like we know God, we're, like we're supposed to know God, where there's a relationship there. And Jesus Christ is wisdom. We'll find later in Proverbs, wisdom is personified. And it's God. It's it's who our God is. It's his word. Wisdom isn't just a thing. It's a person in Jesus Christ. And, and, it's, and it's something you attain. I mean, yes. it's not, you, you're well, not, you're not, we're not born wise. Yeah. Right, exactly. It takes work. This And so when I read this, that the purpose of this book is so that we would know wisdom, that honestly stands out to me this morning because we live in a day where the world is shoving stuff at us to know <laughs> that is toxic. Yeah. Satan wants to know evil. Satan wants us to know corruption. And I mean, know it in the sense of it's a part of us. Yeah. Here we have the contrast of God saying, I'm giving you a book where you can know me. You can know the way in which you can walk every single day of your life. And so, I mean, we, so many subjects, so many practical things are covered in the book of Proverbs down to itty bitty detailed parts of life. And God gave us this entire book to yeah. know what wisdom looks like. And to me, that strikes me this morning with power because we live in a world that's that's trying to get us to know everything but wisdom from God. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. And you know what struck me, what I actually chronicled or what I decided that I wanted to see again today is a wise man will hear and will increase learning. And a man of understanding shall attain wise counsel. And then obviously that verse seven that we all know, I, I mean, I'm probably going to put that on my Facebook post. And, um, but my son, hear the instruction of thy father in verse eight, another thing that I wrote down and forsake not the law of thy mother, for they shall be an ornament of grace. So I wrote down an ornament of grace unto thy head and chains about thy neck. It's an ornament of grace when we take wisdom. It's an ornament of grace when we follow instruction. It's an ornament of grace. So in my mind, in my chronicling, and I don't do this much. I really looked at this this morning and thought about it. But in my mind, immediately came this idea of if I take this instruction, if I take this wisdom that only comes from God, and I add that to my crazy, messed up brain that's all over the place because of PTSD, because of hurt, because of narcissist, because of, I mean, we could write down a hundred things. Why? Because of this world, because of sin. And if I can combat that a little bit with these things and know that I can wear an ornament of grace, and all who can see that knows it's because of God's wisdom in my life. All that, can, mm-hmm. all that see it knows it's because God has done something awesome in my life. And, and so for me, that's kind of my chronicle in today. I, I came there and, and I looked and, and, and you know what, I got to verses at eight to 10 there as we were looking. And, and, and for me right away, uh, you know, my son, if sinners entice thee, consent thou not. So, you know, we talked about eight and nine a second ago and, and what a place and the ornament and all that type of thing. But then God's saying, don't consent to the sin. 
Yeah. You know, uh, and, and to me, this is what I'm thinking, Stephanie, and you can tell me if I'm all wet on this, but this is what I'm thinking about that particular verse and, and how it fits and how this is all coming together in our lives. But what I'm thinking is, you know, if someone's sinning against us, if somebody's talking about us or our kids or our church or our lives and somebody's world is upside down and they want to make our world upside down and our lives, and we know the people, we know the narcissists, we know the crazy people, we know the, the wickedness. And yeah. we can hop on that ride and you know exactly what I'm saying. And we can, we can, you know, go public, we can go crazy, we can do all kinds of things, but God's word this morning said, no, no, don't consent to that. Don't be part of that. Move along. And uh, so for me, I think if there's one thing that's sticking out to me, Stephanie, if there's one thing that's grabbing me, it's this idea that I, you know, I get to consent whether or not somebody ruins my life. I get to consent whether or not I go to battle with somebody who's bad-mouthing me. And people are bad-mouthing you and I all the time. We have a platform. We have a podcast. We have a platform. We're in the ministry. Uh, you know, pastors call other pastors and wonder if we're doing this because somebody said this about us. or whatever the case may be, it's there. And, folks, can I tell you something? It's there for you. It may not be because you have a podcast, but certainly there's people wanting to sin against you. And the Word of God today wants you to know, don't consent to it. Now. You get to be happy. You get to live on and serve a living and a wonderful God. You get to live on and serve a great God. You get to live on and, 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 and just be okay. And, and so how do we do that, Stephanie? So what's the trick? If there's a, uh, a gentleman or a lady out there this morning and somebody's just blasting them, shredding them, talking about them, the, the phone calls are coming in, the, uh, you know, the text messages, so-and-so said this about you, you know, you get in the bad juju. Sometimes people are so messed up. They even say it to our own kids and stuff. How do yeah. we, how do we get to that place where we don't give consent to this? Just laugh. <laughs> That's a good way of doing it. Just you know, at some point, you know, we give it to God, cast thy burden upon the Lord and he shall sustain thee. But if, if I have any word of advice, you know, when you choose to stand, um, stand according to the word of God, there are going to be people, and unfortunately, even Christians, other Christians, or quote-unquote professing Christians, because sometimes you wonder, but they're going to hate you. Yeah. And there are this, this kind of, Paul went through this kind, you know, this isn't unique to us. And at some point... A merry heart doeth good like a medicine, but a broken spirit routeth the bones. And Satan will will try to use, you know, all of this stuff to either make us live in fear, live in depression, live in constant, um, you know, literally where we we without realizing it make people our our God. Where yeah. pleasing people becomes you're never gonna please everybody. Okay, you're not going to do it. And second of all, that you're not living in the fear of the Lord. In the fear of the Lord is strong confidence. Yeah. That doesn't mean that we don't struggle with anxiety and worry and all of these things. But when you're living in the fear of the Lord, it will give you confidence that I'm pleasing God. I'm where I'm supposed to be. And it doesn't mean you be mean to people. It doesn't make being cruel okay. No. But where where when you have the fear of the Lord, he will give you wisdom. 
He'll give you instruction. He'll, he'll teach you and lead you in the way he wants you to go and laugh, you know, make, <laughs> make the journey, you know, the journey of pain is going to include pain. The journey of life in Jesus includes a cross. It does. That cross may be different for each person, but it does include a cross. But I do believe that Jesus and the disciples had times where they laughed. Yeah. And you, you have to. God gave us laughter. He gave us joy. And it may not always mean you're happy. You know, I don't know what happiness honestly looks like anymore, but God gives you joy. He does. And ha and happiness looks like God and happiness looks like serving him and happiness looks like trusting in him and knowing in him. And that's joy. I think that's joy. I, I think, think it's happy too. Okay. okay. Happy's a perpetual state of joy in my mind. Okay. I mean, right. I'm always happy. I, I might be wrong. I mean, I'm just, you know, you are. some people are, it's like Joe. Yeah. Unless Joe's really angry with somebody, he's happy. That's yeah. just how he but you just got to be happy, man. You know, there's so much. There's so much God does for us. And some of us have been through so much. So, so you know, thinking of all this, Stephanie, and transitioning to a song, I, I want to play another song for everybody. So I'm going to ask Stephanie to go ahead and mute out her, her phone right now. So, And uh, I want to play a song. And you want to talk about a guy who's been bad-mouthed and talked about and stuff. It's Stephanie's uh, uh, beloved Charles who went on ahead of her, who, who left Stephanie a widow, but... Uh, we wrote a song, really. It's about Stephen in the Book of Martyrs, but Charles was a martyr. Until this day, people still badmouth him. So, Charles, this song is for you somewhere up in heaven. And, folks, let me tell you something. Remember, verse number 10, my son, if sinners entice thee, consent thou not. Don't let it be part of your life. Don't, don't let it happen, folks. Don't consent to it. Say, now, God's got me. Hey, here's the song, the martyr. Stephanie and I wrote this song, mostly Stephanie. I had a concept. She really did a great job on this. So, here we go, the martyr. I strove to be worthy, but found no way there. Then I heard of my Savior, his love for me, how he paid the price for my eternity. Christ was my glory, my life victory, his beautiful presence, my true reality. But standing for Jesus would come with a cost As I face the test of counting all gain as loss I looked up to
day was so scary, I felt special grace. It wouldn't be long and I'd see Jesus' face. I'd fall down before him by no merit of mine. He stood for me waiting, his glory did shine. Unspeakable peace was mine just then. I faced the angry mob who would stone me to death. Faithful promises claimed, Lord, forgive them, I cried. Even in death, Christ was there at my side. I looked up to heaven and saw living grace. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you. But God commendeth his love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth, and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you.
again, Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at woundedspirits.com.